hop. Fizz. Clink. Sit back and enjoy. Bubbly Thoughts poured by your host, Melissa Bromley. Are you looking for your dream home? Then look no further than Future Home Realty for your home buying or selling needs. I am a licensed realtor and I would be honored to take your home buying or selling adventure and make it more than just a sale, but truly a pleasant experience. Reach out to me at melissa.bromley at futurehomerealty.com. That's melissa.bromley at futurehomerealty.com. What are your plans this weekend? Heading to the beach? Spending time with friends? Going on a fun vacation? No matter what you plan, don't forget your shades. Join the ultimate party and become a member of Shades Club, the sunglass subscription service that brings you luxury shades for every occasion at a fraction of the price compared to most sunglass brands. Bubbly Thoughts listeners can use code BROMS20 to receive 20% off your first order. That's B-R-O-M-S 20. Join Shades Club and let the party begin. Hey everyone, I'm Melissa Bromley and welcome back to the Bubbly Thoughts podcast, where you will learn how to connect with people and take the first steps in the pursuit of becoming your best self. So one of the topics I really wanted to cover and I'm so excited to go over today is cosmetic surgery. I really admire that we're at this interesting time frame where basically everyone has had a little something to make themselves more aesthetically pleasing. Or if you haven't, maybe you want to but are scared of the surgery itself or changing yourself or the judgment from others for getting it done. Confidence for most of us comes from looking our best and feeling our best. And there's nothing wrong with feeling confident and being attractive. But there's also nothing wrong with feeling completely confident and it having nothing to do with your looks. Confidence is the key element here. How you get there is your choice. A little disclaimer as well. Just so you know, hard truth here, babes. While filters on Instagram and Snapchat aren't obviously as invasive as surgery, it still fits the criteria of doing something to make yourself appear more attractive in order to make yourself feel better. This isn't to make you feel bad for using them. It's to give you perspective that most of us feel our best when we feel attractive. And let me also add here that I love every shape and curve that makes us who we are. I don't think there is just one kind of attractive. So for those of you out there who don't agree with cosmetic surgery, stick with me on this. I always think it's important for our minds to stay open to opinions different than our own because it's the only way the world can continue to progress and grow. Even if hearing a different perspective on something doesn't change your opinion, at least you'll be aware of something you may not have thought about before. Lather, rinse, and repeat. So I have a guest here to talk about her experience with cosmetic surgery, and I'll have some questions for her about the things we're all wondering. So without further ado, enjoy today's episode about cosmetic surgery with my beautiful friend, Samra. Hey, Samra. Hey, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing great. This Good. is so exciting. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining me today on our cosmetic surgery episode. Oh, yes. I'm so excited to have you here with me. Uh, before we begin, could you share with us just a quick little tidbit about how you would describe yourself to others or what your passions are, or maybe what motivates you every day? 
Yeah, I think I can. I'll try at least. I would have to say that I'm adventurous and I like to have fun. And, you know, I believe that we should try to pursue our passions and try to live the best life we can. I love that. That's perfect. Thank you. So, okay, on to the main course. Yes. So I know personally I'm fascinated with the concept of cosmetic surgery and have thought about getting it done myself because I believe that there are things that, you know, we all have different body types and you can work your butt off in the gym and eat as healthy as you possibly can. And sometimes there are still things that you just can't perfect that things very true that can still make you uncomfortable. Right. I mean, especially women and we can speak for women because (laughs) we are women. (laughs) So I'm sure there's men out there who go through similar things as well. It's just, I can't really speak for men. Oh no, absolutely. I think that, you know, cosmetic surgery is across the board. I don't think there's not, you know, I mean, I would say that women probably predominantly do get more cosmetic surgery done. However, there's a big market for men out there too. I mean, that is true. Absolutely. Wait, so we are definitely not discriminating, wow, discriminating against you guys. Discriminating. Yeah. (laughs) We don't discriminate or discriminate. We don't do either one of those things, y'all. No, we don't. (laughs) So I just think... It means it's okay that you may want to supplement your hard work with feeling more comfortable with yourself. I don't see any problem with that personally. I have no problem with that either. Yeah, like, so for me, this is kind of personal, but I've shared this with you before, so you know this. But Mm. for my listeners out there, something for me is my thighs. And if anyone's close to me, I am so annoying about my thighs. I always talk about how much I hate my thighs. And I should be more appreciative of them. I totally get that, but... I do get frustrated and, you know, I'm really fortunate to, you know, I'm tall. I would say I'm like relatively lean, but even at my thinnest, my thighs still touched. And while I mostly hate that because I didn't like how it looked on me, I'll be honest, I also was, I'm extremely uncomfortable a lot of the time. Like I can't wear shorts without chafing, which is super TMI guys, but I want to be honest. Like I can't do it. Like I don't usually wear shorts unless I'm only going to be wearing shorts for like a short period of time because I just chafe and I get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I even have to go up a size in jeans because my body's kind of like disproportionate. And I don't know how you feel about this, but to me, it kind of seems like for a lot of people at times, it can be safer to get a surgery done from a trained professional than trying to kill ourselves in the gym and eat nothing but air to stay like a lean (laughs) ideal weight, right? I mean, and I'm no expert and I'm not trying to sway anyone's opinion or make them focus on their flaws at all. It's just something that I've thought about before and I guarantee other women have thought about before too. Oh yeah. So these are some of my sentiments, but I have Semra here and I have a few questions for her. So Semra, what procedure did you get done? Well, I got liposuction done, and I got it on um, my upper and lower abdominal area, um, my flanks, which is like your love handle area or muffin top, where that would be, your sides. And I also got my arms um, because my I just did not like underneath my arms. Even though I have worked hard in so many avenues of fitness and everything, it is just one of those places where as you age, as you live life and you know enjoy things and eat and have a good time sometimes you know things there's just things you just need to change and you want to change and no matter how hard you try to change like you were saying in the gym and everything it's really it's sometimes surgery just comes in and it's amazing 
Yeah, and I can advocate for summer. Didn't aren't you a runner, or did, didn't weren't yes. you a runner at one yes, point? Yes, yes. So no, I I, I should be running more, but um, shouldn't we all? Shouldn't we all? <laughs> um, but I actually have done marathons. So I started marathon running when I was about 26, 25, 26, somewhere around there. And um, I did my first half um, barely training in about like uh, two hours and 30 minutes without even really doing much. And then I got hooked. And I got married when I was 22 and I had a honeymoon baby. Uh, my daughter, who's <laughs> now going to be turning 14 in a few weeks, she, um, you know, I, I got pregnant very young. And my body, something that I, you know, was very young and still wanting to be young, was not cooperating with me, so to speak. So I started running. But even after the years and years of running, no matter how hard I would be training and working out, it just was not getting the results I wanted. My arms and legs would get really toned and skinny, but my midsection just would not. And for any listeners out there that have had children, no matter how hard you work, sometimes your midsection is just not gonna come back. And there are the few people out there with the exception that can just magically bounce back and hey, Who you know. Who are these people? It's the amazing. Unicorns. Yes, they're they're unicorns. unicorns, I'm telling you. <laughs> and you know, more power to you, but it really is hard for, I would say, a majority of women. And so why did I turn to plastic surgery? I turned to plastic surgery because after dedicating about 10 some odd years um, of my life um, and then having my second kid to fitness and health and everything, um, I just was not getting the results I wanted, no matter how hard I tried, no matter how fast I ran, no matter how, you know, I got my mile time down, nothing was taking away my mid-center bulge, meaning where like your love handles are. So I decided, I'm like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to probably have any more kids and let's do this. Let's do this crazy plastic surgery thing. That's awesome. Thank I think you. it's, I think it's great too, because like, Everybody has a problem area. There's mm -hmm. literally not a single person out there who can say that they, even even the people that we see, like that we follow on social media mm -hmm. that have the quote unquote perfect body type, no one is ever truly satisfied, I feel like. And yeah. a lot of the time, I think we have to almost shift our mindset into being happy with ourselves. But if part of being happy with yourself and being confident and comfortable with who you are mm -hmm requires you to do something that a professional who has been trained to do this is doing, I don't really see an issue with that. You know what I mean? Like I do. Yeah. So you explained a little bit about why you got this done, but are you happy that you did it? Yes, absolutely. It's seriously when I got done with the surgery and I finally took off some of my bandages, it was like somebody had wiped away 12 years off my body. I felt wow. like I was back in better shape. It, it felt like my shape was contoured and better than I could have ever done, even in my 20s, um, before I had kids. It was phenomenal. And it still is. It's just, um, it, it, was, it was just absolutely miraculous in a lot of ways. That's so awesome. So would you recommend your surgeon yes. that you used? Yes, Are absolutely. You, would you like to say his name? Yeah, sure. Uh, Dr. Joseph, Dr. Brian Joseph. He is um, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I believe it's there's two really good plastic surgeons in the uh, greater Orlando area, and I would say it's Dr. Clark and Dr. Joseph are the two predominant ones that you're going to find in this area. Oh, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. Do you, Where are they located? I believe Winter Park area. Okay, cool. Somewhere in that area. But, which is kind of like a centralized location yeah, for it is, most absolutely. people, for most I would people, say. Yeah, absolutely. And if I guess if you're kind of willing to 
do something that's surgical related Mm -hmm. to benefit yourself, you're probably going to want to not care as much about the convenience of location, but more about knowing that you're having the best surgeon that you can for something like that. No, I mean, you don't want to ever, I mean, it's your body. You don't want to skip. This is where you don't want to skip. You, you go for the best if you can. And if you can't, do it, let's say today, save up, do it right. I agree. No one wants to be on botched, you know? I mean, <laughs> no, nobody wants that. Do you want that? I don't want No one wants that. Nobody wants to, nobody go wants to be on botched. Yeah, um, I feel like everyone that goes on botched, they've gotten it done in Tijuana or something. Yeah, well, it's cheap. You get what you pay it's for. cheap, yeah. You know? <laughs> actually, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to share something with you, dear listener. This is not my first plastic surgery. Really? Oh. I didn't know oh. that. Shocker, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, y'all. Alrighty, so when I was 18 years old, 18, 19 years old, I um, didn't like my nose because I found out that I my nose broke in a car accident when I was a oh. kid, but I never knew about it. It was, it was slightly crooked. I had a little bit of a Roman nose. For those who don't know what a Roman nose is, it's a slight bump on your nose um, that's predominant like on the bridge area, and it's something that always bothered me. So I decided to, I was just done. And so my dad was like, all right, go get it done. So I went to one of the top uh, plastic surgeons in the Seattle area. And because um, that's where you're from. Yes. Right? I'm originally from Seattle, Washington and um, got my nose surgery done. So I learned early on that you can't expect overnight results. Oh yeah. They are, there's definitely a recovery process. There's definitely things, um, but yeah, no surgery. So I kind of knew when I was doing my liposuction, what I kind of was getting in for after um, my past uh, surgery of my nose surgery. And like, okay, first off, I love your nose. Thank I you. I think it's gorgeous. Thank you. But there there would have been absolutely nothing else you could have done but get plastic surgery done on your nose. Like, well, yeah, and also right? it, was, like, it was also some of it was, um, yes, it was cosmetic. I can't lie. I'm a little vain. I Just a little bit. No, I think that's fine. Um, but it was also breathing. I would have a hard time breathing. Um, so it was like your deviated septum. Correct. Then. That's yes. that. Well, that makes sense too. My thing is though, it's not like you can do an exercise to make your nose like better. You can't. You can't do but that. At the same time, it's your face. It's your face. You like, don't want to just trust your face to somebody who's like, yeah, I can cut that open and fix that. You want to go to somebody who's good. And so, I think doing your homework and trying to figure out where you want to go is, um, and and how much you're willing to spend and what type of results um, and what reviews say and people say. I think, you know, there is something to a value of that. Yeah, I completely agree. And thanks for sharing that with us. Hey, no problem. So do you think there's potential that you might want to get more done in the future? Yeah, possibly. I mean, maybe just a touch up of liposuction, but nothing really that much. No. And I mean, honestly, after I've had my liposuction, it's been much easier. I mean, wearing clothes, uh, feeling confident, um, and really truly taking ownership of my skin has been a way to, has been more beneficial than it has had any bad side effects. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause it's all about, we should live our lives the happiest that we possibly can. Absolutely. No, I really do believe in free agency and choosing the life you want to live, not what other people want or other people deem you to or try to be living. You, you've got to just do what you want to do because yeah. ultimately you're going to be, I mean, you live with yourself every day. That's, I completely agree. Yeah. So bottom line with, with that notion, people don't be afraid to form your own opinions about, especially things related to your body. If you're someone who wouldn't mind and could potentially afford something like this, like 
why not? Who cares? Like, well, and wasn't, um, don't mind me um, saying, it wasn't actually, I mean, yes, it was a lot of money, but it was not as much as one would think. That's very comforting to know, yes, actually. It is. No, no, no. And so it depends on um, the doctor, depends on the area, but this is like one of the top, um, top like, uh, plastic surgeons in the area. And I mean, I'll say it, and he'll probably quote different people, different prices, depending on uh, what um, your, the procedure you're getting done. But for me, um, for my upper and my lower abs and my flanks, which is like the, the love handle area and arms, it was about five grand. And that was with anesthetic, that was with everything. In and out, the post, post and pre-op, everything. And so that's not get, bad actually compared to, you know, what I think I had in my mind, I was thinking it would be like 10, 15, dollars. I, I mean, no, that's, that's a kitchen guys. That's not your body. <laughs> um, that's a kitchen remodel, you know, fixer upper style, but truly it's, it's amazing that I was like, okay, so it doesn't cost as much as one would think. So it, it's more in the realm of, you know, available to you. Like you're, I think have a better access to plastic surgery nowadays than I think in the past. I wonder too if there's the possibility of like a payment plan too or something like oh, that. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm I mean, sure. Oh yeah. And, but it is to, um, most every single time it would be considered an elective surgery so that most insurances will not cover it unless you can prove that it has a pre-existing condition or a dog, something that truly is um, a detriment to your health. Right. Like I've known, I've known people who have gotten breast reductions mm-hmm. covered by insurance because Absolutely. of back pain. Because it oh, does. Yeah. It's it's tough being a lady sometimes, guys. I mean, it really is. And guys, I know, like we said, guys go through the oh, same kind of things absolutely. too. Absolutely. You don't think that they see those guys that are like you know out in Hollywood or girls, you know, people idolize. I mean, beauty is something that's, it's such a fascinating subject, how we see it, why we, what we perceive of it, what we think is beautiful, what different cultures think is beautiful. It's, it's truly is a very fascinating um, subject. And one thing that's, that I think is always like undeniably the most attractive thing about someone, female, male, what have you, Mm -hmm. is confidence. Absolutely. And if you get that, who kind of cares how you stinking got there? That's how I feel. I don't know. I I get that. And I love that. And the thing is, most people think I did not do this for my husband. Um, I've been happily married for 15 years. And John is great. I could never picture him being like, yeah, no, 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 no. John was not, he was like, you're doing this for you. And I'm like, 100%. Yeah, yeah, I am. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing this for me. Absolutely. Because this was, I mean, this was my choice. This is something that I wanted to do ever since I had kids young. Mm -hmm. And um, the first time actually around with my first pregnancy, the weight came off pretty easy. But I was also about 23 when I had my first child and my weight came off pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't as skinny as I, um, you know, was before I had children but who is really, and, um, but I was good, you know, I was doing pretty good for myself. My second pregnancy happened and I actually only gained about 27 pounds. Um, with, oh, that's like nothing. But the first time around, it was not a problem, but the second time around, it was a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Even though I had only gained 27 pounds, it was, it was rough getting it off and nothing would do it. I took a full year of working out of running miles of weight, li- of weight training, trying to do some CrossFit, you know, you name it. I tried it yoga and dieting, extreme dieting, which I do not recommend. Um, and I mean, practically like, you know, jumping over all these hurdles and getting nowhere, being knocked down over and over again. And it's frustrating. It really is. And that's why I said, you know what? 
not getting any younger. I'm only getting older. Let's do this plastic surgery thing. Yeah, I think that's great. And yes. I don't I don't think there's absolutely anything no. wrong with that. So has anyone kind of given you flack for getting it done? No. That's awesome. No. And if they have, they're really good liars. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, and if they did, I still wouldn't care. I haven't really gotten that much uh, backlash from it. It's been more of a, oh, well, good for you, you know, or yeah. more a chance is like, oh my gosh, you did? No way. Like, Tell me how it was. What was it like? How much was it? Can I get it done? Where's your doctor? Like, I mean, I get exactly. more of the, oh my gosh, I totally want that. Um, and people always want to see your tummy. They want to see, you know, and so I'm like, okay, it's show and tell hour. Here's, here's my body. Here you go. Like, <laughs> these are my arms. These are, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, but I would say it's easier to get in shape now than it was before. But there's... That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you guys something. You can actually, you can get that after liposuction, by the way. It's true. Surprise. It's not like a... It's not like a fat gaining preventative. No, it is no way near that. I wish. It's not a, hey, I will never be fat again card. I've only, dude, where's that one? I want that surgery. I would say that I still have a flat tummy, mm -hmm. but it's bigger. Um, I still have a really great figure, but when I do gain weight, it gets wider. Uh, it's there, It expands. But at the same time, I have noticed that when I do like start, you know, running, getting in shape, eating healthy, my body snaps back faster. However, I have noticed, and a lot of people will complain about this when it comes to liposuction, is that, well, they took out your fat cells out of your midsection and your arms and this, fat has to go somewhere. True. For the very first time, I'm sharing this with y'all. <laughs> I had a little cellulite on my thighs, and uh, I was like, what is that? Uh, I never had it before. I never had it before. It was like crazy. Right where all my cellulite is. I never <laughs> had it before, and I was like, what is that? And I'm like, oh. so I got the Brazilian Boom Boom Cream. I got I got all this stuff, like <laughs> tidying it up. I'm doing squats. I'm like, I, I'm doing hang, hang lifts. I'm, I'm doing everything, man. And it, it's, it, it, it does snap back, but to say that, you know, this plastic surgery thing, it's going to be a cure-all for fat. No. Right. You're still going to have to work at your body. You, I mean, you just will. I mean, but you don't, but you're going to have the shape and the contouring that you could have never gotten, um, well, naturally, I would say, especially yeah. if you have kids. Well, and like, it kind of probably motivated you once you did it, it probably motivated you to want to keep it kind of like. Oh, absolutely. After right you spend five tight. grand. Oh yeah. After you spend five grand, you're not going to want to waste that even... Right now, I'm a little bit heavier than I like. You um, look great, well, I promise. Thank you, thank you. But at the same time, though, it's one of those things where um, I still feel confident, I still feel cute. Yeah. Even if my jean size changes, I still have the flattest stomach. That's awesome. It's, it's kind of weird. So it's it's deceiving because I'll feel like, oh, I'm totally skinny. I can eat XYZ, not a problem. But then I do notice, oh yeah, wait a minute, my jeans aren't fitting, but my stomach is still flat. It's so, so funny. It's, it, it, it's a give and take. It, it's, it's really awesome, but then it's like, oh, but I'm still, you can still gain weight. So That's a good, that's a very, very, very yeah. important point to note. And I'm really glad that you said that because oh, yeah. I don't want to mislead people into thinking you can do something and just be a lazy bum for the no, rest of your life. No, 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 no. Exactly. Like you no, still have no, no, no. to take care of yourself. Yes. It just, this might be an extra motivator because you started the process and you just want to keep staying in shape and you won't have to like be killing yourself to get to this way. You can do something that's a lot safer in a lot of ways, right? Oh, it's a hundred percent safer than, uh, safer than diet pills, safer than, mm -hmm. um, like 
a lot of things. Extreme dieting, absolutely. I would say this is, in, in some aspects, it can be deemed more healthy. Absolutely. So do you think there is any reason not to get cosmetic surgery done? Hmm, cost. True. Downtime. Um, let's talk downtime. Um, I was fortunate enough that my husband, we, um, he owns his own company, so it is not a problem for him to take off a few days of work to take care of the kids and everything. But I was out for a good, like, week and a half. Was of, it only a week and a half? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because what I got was a vaser liposuction, which is a little bit different. So what that does, instead of having the cannula, which is the device that they uh, pump out your fat with, breaking off the fat with a lucid back and forth motion and the cannula sucking out your fat, this particular uh, procedure will emit ultrasonic waves that will actually kind of liquefy your fat. From there, you then take your cannula, the traditional cannula that traditional liposuction uses, and from there, it will suck it out like normal, but it will give you a smoother result versus the traditional way of liposuction, which is where the cannula, this long pole skinny sucking device, or how else to describe it, um, you're actually breaking it off your epidermis layers. So you're oh. actually, so the downtime is going to be more so, and plus you have to get drained. I had no drainage. I had nothing. It just went through my lymphatic system. Because it was liquefied. Correct. So interesting. Yeah, there's lots of different procedures. There's um, there's ways to do liposuction, um, not traditionally. There's cool sculpting. I've which, heard about that. Which I heard is quite painful and it takes a long time, but you don't have the pain of... Um, the downtime, the anesthetic, all the normal surgical procedures in which you would have. But, I mean, there's so many things out there. I, I yeah. So. There's a heat, like, there's, like, a heat laser one, too, or something like so, that. yes. And I've just, it's so hard to know what's mm-hmm. the best fit for you, but it obviously sounds like what you did was your own research, and you yeah. found the right surgeon who said, like, I specialize in this. I feel most comfortable doing this procedure with yes. you. Yes. And I, what you explained with, liquefying the fat versus how they traditionally do it that makes a lot more sense why your downtime wasn't too bad that's not like a terrible amount of downtime in my opinion not really no I mean like three days after I had my procedure actually my girlfriends came out and they took me to see a movie and I went out to go to a movie and I got like um I went to uh I don't know like to a restaurant or whatever I just had a little uh appetizer or whatever and then went back home just to get me outside of my house or whatever. But I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty great. That's awesome. I remember talking to you on the phone that week too, and just being yes. like, is everything okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm actually not in too much pain. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, it's no, I'm sh- it's no walk in the park, but. No. Okay. So you will have swelling. Swelling, your true, honest, plastic surgical results will happen about a year from the date of the procedure. Oh, so you, I mean, yes, you absolutely see your contouring. You will absolutely feel super, super skinny. However, it takes a year for the 100% for all the swelling to go down. You have to, after care, is you have to get lymphatic massages that help promote your lymphatic system from doing its lymphatic things. It does. Um, draining your body and getting um, the toxins out of your system. Where do you go to get a lymph... What is it? Lymph- lymphatic massage. Where do you go? Um, at the plastic surgeon's office. Oh, cool. It was part of my post-op um, included in that $5,000 price. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they really take care of you. They're oh, not absolutely. trying to like scam you no. and be like, you have to come back and pay like $5,000 no, no, more. No, 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 not at all. For the like post-op. That is good. Yeah. That's really good to know. So would you do it again? Yes. Knowing... Okay, good. Without even a hesitation, absolutely, I would do it again. 
it, it seriously gave me like a body I could have never, I, I, I could have, I dreamed of and I actually got. Yeah. Um, and, and it's something that you have to kind of work at to keep, but it's a lot easier. Yeah. I think that's awesome. That's really cool. So what advice would you give someone who wanted to do it? Hmm. Advice. Um, probably, I mean, to find, to do your research, to try to get the best plastic surgeon that you can afford. It's your body. Don't skimp on that. Take some downtime and just know that, you know, you're going to be black and blue, Mm -hmm. by the way, you're going to have swelling and just be patient and you will see the results and it would, they will astound you. And if not, you know, most plastic surgeons are very happy to try to fix it, try to make something better. And so, right. It's almost like your body is a representation of their work. So I'm sure they would want to, they want that to be a positive representation of them as well. So would you say this made you feel more confident? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. Like I felt like all the years I gave to giving kids, which I gladly do because I love my children, wiped away. It was just all of a sudden, boom, fresh slate. Here you go. Like it was awesome. Like I felt, I I felt a little bit cuter than some 20 year olds. That's awesome. No, that's okay. Good. I love (laughs) it. I love it. No, I think that's great. Cause it's funny. Cause I, I obviously like I met you and I knew you before you did it. Yes. And I've always known you as a confident person, Thank you. but the fact that like, it wasn't like you were totally down and were like, Oh my gosh, the only way I'm going to be happy in life is if I get plastic surgery done. Like you were already in a very positive mindset. And I think you went through it for the right reasons. Yes. And I think that's the way to do it. And I think that's a good thing for people to remember is you should start and make sure you're in a good headspace and you're only gonna feel ten times better after. Absolutely. And also remember too, there's something to be said, you know, don't do it for other people, do it for you. This is something that I did for me, not something my husband wanted, not something that I felt I needed to do to fit in. It was something that I wanted to do for myself. And that is the best reason to do something, especially concerning your body and your looks. Yeah. No matter if it's hair, if it's makeup, whatever, maybe your clothing, do it for you. And I think you'll always um, end up happy with the results. That's awesome. So next we're going to go into... The pop quiz. Oh boy. Here Are we go. excited? Oh, I'm totally excited. Woohoo! Woo! So this is something that I do with every guest too. So please get excited. I know you're going to do great. Oh boy. Okay. So you ready to get, get started? Do oh, a gold star. You get all the gold stars. I love this. Love this already. I'm so excited to give you all your gold stars. Thank you. Thank you. So first question. Yes. What's your favorite thing about who you are? That I try not to give up. I would say one of my favorite things is, uh, you know, kind of the attitude of, First, don't succeed. Try, try again. You know, and I think Winston Churchill said it best when he said, "Never, never, never give up." Oh, I like Winston Churchill Me a too. lot. He has a couple other quotes out there that I've always admired, actually, and that is a good one. Okay, so this is kind of a fun one. Oh boy! If you were someone famous and needed a stage name, what would it be? Ooh, I actually thought of it. I had a feeling you'd do uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, it would be a mix between my uh, middle name and my maiden name. What's so, your middle name? Francesca. Oh, I didn't know that was your middle name. Yeah. I really like that and, name. And um, my maiden name was Castillas, um, and I thought of Francesca Castile. Ooh. Right? Oh. Right? Right? 
my God. Bow down, everyone. Bow That's down. Right. That's right. Because I love that. And I love Francesca that. Francesca Castile. Francesca I just want to be a Bond girl. Let's, you know. You could I, be a Bond girl. See, with that name, who wouldn't be a Bond girl? Exactly. You could great. definitely be Thank a Bond you. girl. Okay, so yes. if you were paid whatever amount of money you wanted, mm-hmm. what would you do with it? Oh, wow. So if I pretty much won the lotto. If you won the lotto. Oh, boy. Um, I've thought of this many times. Depends on the amount. Like, does okay. it matter on the amount? Let's say a million dollars. Ooh, millions, not so much. Yeah. It is, but it's not. I'd pay, I would donate a lot of the money to our student loans. Yes, it costs a lot of money to be a um, dental assistant and a lawyer. I would definitely pay those off, pay off the house, and invest the rest. Oh, good answer. I like that yeah, a lot. Absolutely. Okay. So if you could eat anything for the rest of your life, what would it be? Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers? I never believe it. Oh my from gosh. where? Oh, it don't matter. Don't matter. You like no, a cheeseburger I from like anywhere. A cheeseburger. Well, no. Okay, I won't eat McDonald's. I know. I'm one of those people. I like Shake Shack. I love BurgerFi. And um, just a homemade one, you know, in your backyard. I love a homemade burger. I, there's nothing like it. Like, have barbecue? you ever, yeah. have you been to Luke's yet? No. Okay, Luke's, mark my words. And anybody, if anybody has a different opinion on this than me, like, please share it. Shoot me an email. Luke's has the best burger in Orlando. Really? Mark my words. I don't know what the heck they do to that thing, but it is huh. so good. Well, where is the said Luke's? Luke's is in Maitland. Maitland, okay. Like, and also it's the same owners who own Prado and Luma. Oh, okay. I know those places very well. Okay, yeah. Cool. So if you can imagine, like, his Prado's yes. amazing. Yes, absolutely. And I love both those places. Luma's he, great, too. And, like, Luke's has such a cool vibe to it. Nice. It's like... You definitely need to go. Johnny would like it too, for like, sure. Done and done. And the kiddos, they oh, like yeah. it too. You should one hundred percent go. And especially since I know that you love burgers so much. I really do actually. I that's do. awesome. And, and that's why you get plastic surgery. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you get the plastic surgery. No. No, 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 no. That's okay. Eat it's your... moderation. It's all about moderation and learning how to balance that happy, healthy life. Yeah. Eat your burger, girl. Eat your burger. Yeah. Eat your burger. It's totally fine to eat a burger. Absolutely. Okay. This question is going to take a little bit longer. Seriously. But what? <laughs> okay, go for it. All right, let's, let's do this longer thing. Okay. Okay. What are five things you can't live without, not including people? Okay. So five things I can't live without. I would have to say my Kindle Fire because I love to read books. Do you have a favorite book? Oh. I know that's hard because I have a couple favorites. I know I, I just put so you on the spot. Many. Uh, I love all books. I can tell you the genres. Okay. Um, I like historical books. I oh, love that's cool. um historical things. I like. My guilty pleasure, historical romance, I know. No, that's great. Um, I like biographies. I really do like, I get a kick out of biographies. I do too. I sound, I, now I sound like I'm on NPR. I love Today it. Today um, on NPR, <laughs> we're going to learn about why someone likes biographies. <laughs> well, yes, I like to, I like to um, read biographies because I feel like I can understand the universe better through people. <laughs> you guys, I'm crying laughing right now. She really is crying <laughs> laughing. <laughs> So, Semra, Semra is also a thespian. I've done a lot of stuff in my life. She's done a lot of really cool stuff. I, th- I wish I would have said that in the beginning, but now the listeners get to know now. <laughs> so, Semra has always been really involved with theater and all that good stuff. So, you could probably pick up on why she is so fun to listen to and well, so thanks. fun to be around. But you just killed it with that oh, NPR so, speech. So, so, what was it? Oh, so sorry. Number two? No, yes. we're still number one. You said Kindle. Kindle. Books. I like those things. What else? Uh, I'm going to say the most horrible thing, which I'd be like, oh my gosh, like seriously, but yes, my phone, I really is amazing. If you aren't addicted to it, if it does, if it actually, I mean, it, it's, 
it's such an amazing piece of technology that we hold in our hands and considering what it can do compared to the computers of old and I'm talking like the 1960 computers this thing can do more than the ones that they started out at NASA and that's kind of amazing I don't, um, I don't know what I'd do without my phone. Exactly. It, it really is kind of amazing. And that information is literally at our fingertips. It is pretty powerful. Um, and I think it can be good and bad, but I try to use it on the good and try not to be too addicted to it. So I would say my phone. Okay. I'm going to go beauty product. I think Love this. That sounds right? Yeah. Product, right? Hmm. I would have to say mascara because, you know, there's just something about, like, you know, you might be having a bad day and everything else might be, but you put a little mascara on, bam, you're awake and you're ready for the world. Yes, I agree. Mascara does a lot. One, two, three, um, hmm, a black dress. Oh, cool. I would absolutely have a black dress. If I had nothing else to wear in this world... A little black dress can go a long way. You can go up, it can go down. It's it's like, and I, I mean that by dressing up, dressing down, not up and down, nothing naughty. Um, <laughs> but, well, maybe, but no, we're not going. That's a different podcast. Um, podcast but, After Dark. Bubbly Podcast <laughs> After Dark with Summer and Melissa. Bubbly After Dark. <laughs> like that? Yeah. yeah. I'll do your intro. Good. Um, oh my gosh. And then, like, the last, is that five? No, this is B5. One item, right? It has to be an item, item. Well, get creative. I'm fine with you getting... I like to cook. Oh, I love that. I have my kitchen with me. That makes sense. I love that. And she's an amazing cook. (laughs) Summer's a really good cook. Well, thanks. Yeah. And I admire it a lot because I love to cook, too. And you're amazing. It's such, like, a stress reliever for me, too. It is. It's just just something about it, like, creating. I think it's something that's innate in in human beings is this, this beautiful, like, want and this desire to create and totally. just to create something beautiful in this world. I agree. Yeah. It's like its own art form. It is. It really is. Oh, okay. So if you had a million dollars that you could donate to a charitable cause and it can only be one, which one would you pick? Ooh. Oh my. I really have a lot of respect for Make-A-Wish. Yeah. I think that what they do, and I've actually been able, one of my best friends' kid had cancer and came to Orlando, Florida for the Make-A-Wish program, and it was magical to see how well uh, the Make-A-Wish people took care of her and her family and everything, and so it'd be Make-A-Wish, absolutely. Oh, that's such a good one, for sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you could offer advice to someone new coming into the life that you live now. So you're a full-time oh mother oh and a part-time everything else pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. Like if what would it be? Like if you could hmm. provide like if okay, let me give you a different way to answer this question. If you could write yourself a piece of advice that you could tell yourself that you know now that like your hmm. 20-year-old self didn't know. What would it be? That's an interesting question. I've actually thought of this uh, question before where I'm like, what would I tell myself? The advice I would give myself would have to be just don't give up. And what my dad taught me long ago and don't take no for an answer. You just keep going. You just, you just keep surviving. You do what it takes to put one foot in front of the other. Simple as that. And it would be two-part advice, and, you know, it's never as bad as it seems. Ooh, that's a good one. It's never as bad as it seems, because I think in our, when we're younger and with so much possibility and life in front of you, it's, it's hard not to get caught up in the what if, what could have been, will it be, 
won't it be? It only is through time and living and experience do you go, oh, if I had just uh, taken a few steps back and uh, not worried so much, not obsess, just breathe. It's going to be okay. I love it. That's perfect. There's like songs that talk about that too. Yes. Just Quite breathe. a few. Just Quite a few. few. <laughs> it's, it's, it's also in every yoga practice you can. Breathe. Breathe. In, out. Breathe. <laughs> it's, it's always so funny, yoga, when you go to yoga class and they're always like telling you, you know, breathe, in and out. You, do you think we forgot? Like, seriously. I'm like, yes, I'm focusing on my breath. I'm doing the in and out. Like, I mean, I know. I got this. So I love that. That is so just true. Just saying. I'm like, yeah, I got it. No, there's actually quite a science on the breath, so I don't want to make light of that. But, but seriously, we got that one, guys. I love it. That's great. Okay, and this is the last pop quiz question. Oh boy. I know you're so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, if you could ask me anything, what would it be? Ooh, I could put you on the spot. Put me on the spot. Are you happy? Yes. Good. Oh, I like that question. I Cam always jokes. He always says this to me. He's like, you're a perma optimist. It's a good place to be. And I like that. I yeah. like he's that's always kind of stuck with me whenever he said that. And I genuinely like, I can't say that every moment of my life that I'm, like, 100% happy. And I I don't think that that's a healthy way to be. I think that there needs to be a balance. Definitely. But I would say I am very happy. Like, elated. Life is good. That's good. Thanks for asking. That was really nice. I'm glad I... Glad you that asked was, that. that. I mean, you know, I think that if, I think it's probably one of the most important questions we can ask one another and ask ourselves. Heck yeah. So, all right. Do you want to talk a little bit about Orange Blossom Lanes? Yes, I do. So tell us what that is. Tell us what it's about. Tell us whatever you want. Oh my goodness. Okay, so my dad died on November 18th of 2015 and it put me in a crash spiral of depression and despair. And like death is, it it has a way to, well, do that. However, um, to pick myself up and to kind of get myself going, I decided to do the thing that I have had a lot of people try to encourage me to do over the years was start a blog. And in my blog, Orange Blossom Lanes, I like to talk about fashion, things that inspire me. Hopefully they inspire you. Food, what I'm cooking, uh, what I'm doing, some things that's about life. And actually I talk about grief which is kind of a topic that not a lot of people address. And it's one that I think we need to address more of in a positive way. And to understand that we are all human. It's okay to have a bad day in a society that's constantly trying to bombard us with, we must be happy. We must have the right house. We must have the right everything that, you know, grief is one of those things where you're not going to have a good day. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be great. You are going to feel bad. But it's okay and you will get through it. And there's no right or wrong way to grieve. And so I like to talk about something that really hit home for me. And I'll share an antidote with my about my dad here and there. And um, yeah, it's kind of a fun way that got me out of my depression. Wow, that's amazing. Nice. Another art form, writing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's yes. like a form of expression yes. for you to share and be vulnerable, but also heal yourself. Yes, and, and process. I think it's a it's an it's a fine line in because today's world, advertiser and marketers are going more toward blog advertising and marketing versus what people we used to do even like five years ago was you know when we think about oh my gosh what am I going to wear today 
I have like this date and I want to look cute, blah, blah, blah. What are we doing? Before, it'd be like, I'm going to go to my Cosmo. I'm going to go to my Glamour magazine. I'm going to go to my Vogue, which I still do because it's Vogue. Always read through Vogue. But it truly um, is evolved from the from Pinterest to pinning to seeing like, oh my gosh, connecting with a blogger that has kind of your body type and seeing the dress that you were looking at at J. Crew and seeing it on this this life, this real life girl going, oh, okay, it looks like that on her and she has a similar body type that I do and that type of marketing I think is going to go longer and it's going to reach more people than the models of, you know, the, the Giselle Bunchens and the supermodels which are beautiful and they're gorgeous and in, in a way that is an art form but for every day-to-day -day dressing, it's blogs. It absolutely yeah, is. I it's agree. A completely different, it's a completely different market out there and that's why I think the blogging industry blew up. Before, blogs were just a platform for, hey, this is what my kids are doing. Or, hey, I'm, you know, we're going on a trip and here's our little family trip that we took and it's a bunch of pictures so your friends could kind of keep up and, because Facebook wasn't enough, and, you know, it was a more in-depth telling of your story. And from there, it, they, I think marketers and people realized that, hey, this is a really great platform for our products to put them in. And then before you know it... People started reading blogs. People started reading them for more than just a way of communication between friends. It became its own entity, its own marketing entity. And it's, it's fascinating to see how it goes and where it goes to. That's so cool. So where can people find Orange Blossom Lanes? Well, they can find it on www.orangeblossomlanes.com. Love it. Did you want to share the Instagram handle too? Oh, at Orange Blossom Lanes. Perfect. And it's spelled just like orange and blossom and lanes. Yeah. And the reason why I called it orange blossom is because in Florida, orange blossom season is beautiful. Unfortunately, they're cutting down all the orange blossoms, so you can't really smell it all that much. But when you do, the air is vibrant and fresh, filled with oranges and sunshine. And there's nothing quite like it as it kind of dances around you. And it just, it, it envelops you in this beautiful moment in time. And the only way to experience it is actually smelling and going through the orange blossom lanes. I love that. I love the name. Thank you. So thank you so much for coming to talk thank with me you. today and for enriching everyone listening in a really interesting topic. So my final message of the day from me to you, my listeners, may all of your vibes be good ones. May that person you care about text you today and may you feel so stinking pleased with yourself that nothing could possibly stop you. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Bubbly Thoughts. Cheers. And as always, stay bubbly.